and welcome back to another Expand Podcast with yours truly, Elizabeth April. Today, I want to talk about identity and identity freedom. Now, with identity, it's really important that we understand that every single aspect of our reality that we identify with is another layer of bullshit that we have to break down. There is just simply no way to go about it other than that. Identity keeps us safe. At least, that's what the old narrative was that it was safe to identify with aspects of this reality so that we could fit into society. Because, of course, being an intergalactic soul from another dimension will just not cut it. It just wasn't readily accepted in the past. We have been persecuted. We have been killed. We have been sacrificed for our gifts, abilities, empathic traits, and our differences. So it was safe for us to identify. Oh, I'm just a wife. I'm just a blacksmith. I'm just a cleaner. I'm just a trader. You know? There is safety within connecting to the narrative. And uh, these days, nothing is safe. No one is safe. I mean, especially the battle going on right now against the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. And it's crazy. But no matter what religious group you're a part of, no matter what political party you associate with, no matter what skin color you have or language you speak or culture that you are in, there is no safety anymore. It is every man, woman, and child for themselves at this time. Now, that may feel chaotic, and it is, and we all feel that chaos right now happening. But... Amongst that chaos, there is a rebirth. There is a rebirth of not giving a fuck when connecting to the narrative. There is a rebirth when understanding that you no longer have to be anyone else but yourself. As a matter of fact, the vibration on the planet is raising at such a rapid level That we are respected and honored and seen when we become our truest selves. Now, I want to mention something that I don't want to say triggers me, but definitely doesn't resonate. And that's like trends on the internet, right? Now, (laughs) I think that it doesn't resonate with me because I just witness a lot of people following a trend or following the leader or following something that was kind of like puppeteered or put out there. And I think it triggers me because I just see people following other people and we got to get away from that. But then I see an artist who has a shaved head and dyed blue hair and tattoos everywhere and piercings everywhere, killing it with their art, just totally honoring their true self and really out there and shining. Same thing with lightworkers. So many beautiful starseeds and old souls are coming online physically and metaphorically right now to share their gifts with the world. 
And that's really exciting to see. And that definitely amps me up. And then there's this other portion of society that is obsessed with getting validated by being online and once again, following different trends and what have you. And every time I see a video or a trend pop up, it's so brainless. There, it just, (laughs) it irks my soul because a video of, you know, a kid dancing gets 10 million views when there are people who are sharing real truths out there that will activate your DNA and spiral you into a new vibrational frequency. And it's got 22 views, you know? And uh, yeah, so it's just like, I see the change happening, but there are also aspects of this society that are still kind of this puppeteering. And I saw this, I don't know if it was like a meme or yeah, I guess you could call it like a meme. It was like a picture image and then a bunch of text on top of it. And it had someone on TikTok doing some sort of trend. And the text said something to the effect of trends on the internet are just to see how brainwashed people are or just to to, you know, understand the consciousness level on the planet. Now, not to say that if you do trends, you're brainwashed by any means, but it is very always surface level type of things that go viral. And that is a pretty good mere representation of where humanity's at. Now, at the same time, you go into TikTok, the spiritual side of TikTok, and there are tons of kids waking up. There are so much, so much talk of different dimensions, uh, quantum leaping, aliens. I mean, it's really incredible, actually, what I'm seeing as well. So there's pros and cons uh, as to everything. And... The biggest thing when moving into a higher frequency is freedom. Freedom financially, freedom with your communication, freedom with your friends and family, freedom within yourself, freedom with food, as I recorded that other podcast. So freedom is so, so key in all of the elements of our life. As a starseed, we came here, we've experienced so much lack, so much limitation, so much pain, so much hurt, so much trauma that this lifetime is our life to shine. And we really truly feel that shining when we really step into that freedom. So I want to talk about identity and identity freedom. And you know what? Let's actually start this off with a little bit of a piece of homework for you. Now, maybe you're taking a walk right now, listening to this. Maybe you're driving in your car. Maybe you're at work. Maybe you're answering emails. Maybe you're playing with your kids um, at the time of this podcast. Or maybe you're just kind of sitting at your desk. And uh, if so, you can go ahead and write this homework down now, or you can remember it for later because it's not that complex. So essentially, I want you to really think about all of the different identities that you've had in the past, in this lifetime anyway, and remembering that this lifetime is a fractal and a mere representation of all of your other lifetimes, especially most likely being your very last life on planet Earth, 
Of course, it's going to have all these elements of past lifetimes in it. So just know that as you write these down, you are also associating them with your past and other lifetimes, which is pretty cool. So think about childhood. What kind of identities did you have? Now, childhood identities are pretty simple. Think back to maybe grade one and all the kids in your class. When I think back to grade one, I think back to, you know, the greasy kid that didn't really shower much, which is kind of sad now because the parents weren't there to take care of the child, right, in the way that they needed. So when you look back on it, but but think from this childlike mind, right? You know, there was cooties and, and things like that. There was the the kind of nerdy kid, right? The one who was always raising their hand, always super smart. There was the social kid who made everyone laugh and kind of the class clown. Everyone liked them. Uh, you know, all these different types of categories. It's very easy to sit back and observe your childhood to see what identifiers were around you. But who were you in that mix? Were you the shy one? Were you the outgoing one? I think for me, if I think back to childhood, I was definitely the outgoing one, probably a bit of the leader as well. Definitely not the smartest, definitely not the most athletic, but I was pretty well-rounded in a little bit of everything, and I kind of made friends with everyone without picking one group. And I was like that pretty much all the way through high school as well. I felt like I actually didn't really have an identifier or a group because I could be a little bit of all of them. But I want you to think about that. I think that for myself moving to high school, thinking about myself in high school, I think that challenge and competition has always been a really big driving force for me. So that's part of that identifier. I also know for myself that I believed that I was like the perfect partner for a very long time with any of my boyfriends. I think that I thought that because I was very hyper aware of the dynamics, uh, turns out I wasn't the best partner. I was definitely was not the best girlfriend. And there was a lot of, you know, low vibrational stuff in that and a lot of lack of communication in that as well that I recognize now. Are you struggling right now? Are you having difficulty with your reactions and attachments, with your emotions, with your physical body? Well, most likely you are shifting to a new frequency. And I invite you to shift with me into the fifth dimension frequency. Check out the 3D to 5D Shift Masterclass by yours truly, Elizabeth April. You can find it on my website today. It is an eight-week-long course, and it will help you let go of 3D. Understand that this entire reality is just an illusion created by your conscious awareness and focus. I will see you in the Shift Masterclass, but also in the Fifth Dimension Frequency. So think about these identifiers. You know what's really funny, actually? Think back to your first email address. What was it? Like, I don't know. I'm 29. I'm in the millennial generation. 
But I know in my generation, we all kind of identified with something and put it into our hotmail or email names. So mine was sporty girl for a really long time, right? Talk about an identifier. And then my other one was like angel, you know, 1111 or something. And those are just kind of aspects of, once again, this identity. So you could think even more abstractly, like uh, an identity that we don't even really think about, especially if you're, you know, a straight individual, is your sexuality, right? I never identified myself as straight before until I realized that, oh my goodness, I'm just fluid and I love a woman now. And so that's an identity that we just don't even think about typically, unless you are kind of in the abnormality of of that category. So what other identity, what identities do you associate yourself with right now? Maybe you feel like you're a good family member. Maybe you feel like you're, uh, you know, a wife, uh, a mother. You don't even have to be a good or bad uh, anything. But what are the identifiers? A wife, a mother, a husband, a cook, a podcaster, you know, a crafter, right? An artist, uh, a gardener, you know, what are the identifiers that you have? Now, The point of identity freedom is not to only get rid of the identities that don't serve your highest good. It's to get rid of all identities regardless of if they are serving you or not. Get rid of good identities. Get rid of bad identities. Get rid of them all. Because say, for example... You're like, okay, so one of my identifiers is that I'm a really good family member, whether that be to my brother or my mom or my dad or my cousins. I'm always showing up. I'm always connecting us. I'm always hosting. I'm always picking up their calls. I'm always checking in. I'm a good family member, okay? But what comes with that identity? On the surface, it's like, okay, cool, you're a good family member, you're showing up and other people don't show up, but you take pride in the fact that you show up, which is good, right? It's not hurting anyone. But if you think deeply about it, what if you don't feel like showing up one day? What if you're sick? What if you're in need of someone else to show up? What happens then when you cannot fulfill the identity that you've created? The identity breaks down. Or you push to maintain it. And that's the problem, is pushing to maintain the identity. And why do we do that? I believe that we do that because we are scared to not have an identity. Because it goes back to, once again, not feeling safe without conforming. And that is a very, very typical trait of an old soul or a starseed. You are scared to not identify. You are scared to be different. You are scared to not know because you truly don't know. We have lost all of our memories. We already don't know who we are or why we're here. So once we attach ourselves to an identity or an aspect of this reality, we convince ourselves that we do know. We convince ourselves that this is all that there is. And it's not. It's very clearly not. 
And that struggle to maintain and project and validate not just one, but all of your identities? That's exhausting. I'm exhausted just talking about it. So all of these layers, all of these identities, are just aspects of the attachments and expectations that you have around your 3D physical reality. It is your tether between your soul, your body, and the environment around you. It's that cocoon of safety. They are layers that we need to shed before moving into a higher vibration. It's not that higher vibrations don't allow for different identities. It's not that. You could have an infinite number of different identities. And in fact, you do have an infinite number of different identities. So the truth is, we need to be willing to change. You can play around with different identities in a higher vibration, but you may play around with 10 different identities simultaneously rather than one identity at a time for many, many years, if not many, many lifetimes. Everything is happening at rapid speed. Just because something is breaking down in your life right now does not mean that it's not working. It simply means that you have an attachment to it. And that attachment, along with your expectations, is bringing you down to a lower vibrational level. It's not allowing you to grow and move forward because you're not allowing yourself to change and shift. That's it. Identity freedom is being able to be whoever you want to be in any given moment. Now, I want to mention, okay, how do we do this? So, eventually, I will say this, that eventually, the more and more you let go, the more and more you raise your vibration, the more and more you listen to that intuitive flow, the more and more you'll get to a place in your life where you really embody all freedom. Freedom financially, freedom with your time, freedom with your schedule, freedom with your energy, freedom in work, freedom in family. Freedom in your property, your land, your house. Freedom. Just full, total freedom. It is so easy to be fluid and lucid and quantum and simultaneous in that way, in that lifestyle, because you wake up and you've got no real obligations. You wake up and you tune into yourself and you ask yourself, who do I want to be today? Not even that, but who do I feel I am in this moment? And be that. For me, these days, sometimes I feel like doing Lego, playing with my inner child. Sometimes I feel like being a badass warrior and doing some archery. Sometimes I feel like an adrenaline junkie and I want to hop on my motorcycle or my, you know, electric longboard. Sometimes I feel calm and at peace and I want to meditate. Sometimes I feel like doing yoga or being athletic. Sometimes I feel like being a gardener and cutting the grass or playing with my flowers. There are so many different possibilities when you're in a realm of freedom. I want to say that, you know, I'm 29. I haven't always been in this place where I feel like I'm retired, which is amazing. 
And it's, it was even more incredible about it is I didn't believe that this was truly possible until I landed here. But I always held that vibration of that's what I want. And now that I'm here, I can explain to you that this is where you can be too. And yes, I know that you have kids and I know that you have a job and I know that you have to make money. And I know, and I know, and I know that your life is filled with obligations. But the more that you say no to things that just don't feel aligned to your soul, to your vibration, to your gut, the more that you clear space to have a totally free life. It doesn't happen all at once. It happens slowly, one step at a time. Start saying no now. Clearing space and listening. And sometimes when you say no, you're saying no to three months from now. And likewise, when you say yes to something three months from now, it's easy to say yes, because it's not now. But deep down, your intuition knows that that isn't aligned. So it's okay to say no to that thing in a couple weeks, couple days, couple months from now. That's okay. The sooner you start saying no, the sooner you start having freedom. Let go of all of the excess shit in your life. I think the biggest problem that we have is saying no for the sake of doing nothing. Like, I know for me, like even today, it's it's hard for me to say no if I don't have a better excuse of something else to do. And in the past, I used to just lie. No, I'm, you know, not feeling good. Uh, no, I have a work meeting. No, I'm just super busy. And before I made excuses and lied about what else I was doing, before I actually said no and lied, I was saying yes and cringing every single time I said yes because it wasn't aligned and I knew it. And then I would walk through the experience of saying yes in the future and kick myself for saying yes in the past. And then I started saying no and making up excuses and lies. And now what's really beautiful is I'll say no just because I need my alone time. I'll say no just because I enjoy my freedom. Even though it sounds like a great opportunity, it's hanging out with one of my good friends Or it's, you know, uh, doing an interview that seems really great at the time, right? All good things. But at this point, I really value my freedom, kind of above all else. I think the most difficult part or position in life that you could be when working with identity is to be a parent, without a doubt, because That is a role and an identifier that never ends, right? Like once you make that choice, once you have kids, you are forever and always a parent, a mother, a father. Forever. and There's no going back from that. There's no going back from that. And it's it's not just an identity that you're locking yourself into, But it's something that is a constant reminder every moment of the day. Now, right now, I'm not a parent. I don't have kids. I have a beautiful dog and an amazing wife. 
And those come with their own obligations and identifiers and obviously commitments, lifelong commitments. But I could just only imagine that parenting is a whole other level of identity, like nonstop 24-7 identity. So the biggest thing is to really reach out and to gain access to help from others. And I think as a parent, I'm just speculating here because I don't actually know, but I think as a parent, there's this immediate obligation to commit every ounce of everything that you've got in your being to this child. And when I see people do that, which is beautiful because there are many other parents out there who don't do that, who who walk away, who abandon, who, and hey, to each their own, right? There's no judgment whatsoever. But kudos for you for really sticking it out and giving it all that you've got. The problem with that, however, is I see parents who are together, quote unquote, for the kids. Great. And what are you going to do? You're going to wait until they graduate high school to divorce, (laughs) figure it out then. So you're just going to sacrifice the next 10 years of being unhappy, quote unquote, for the kids, even though the kids feel the tension and the awkwardness in the relationship the whole time, even if the kids get older and beg you to divorce, you're still going to stick it out, what, for them? Or are you doing it for comfortability and safety? Because you don't know what's on the other side. Don't be like that. Okay? Don't utilize your identities to make excuses for not living your best life. Oh, well, you know, my parent is sick, so, uh, you know, I have to drop everything and be with him. And yes, I understand that obligations do exist. I understand that there are, uh, uh, there's a certain level that you do need to show up for and you do need to give because we are human 100%. But it always has to be a balance between give and receive. Get a babysitter. Get a family member. Take the night off from being a parent. You will be a much better parent when you do that, when you take time for yourself. You will be a much better partner when you have your own life to live as well. We need to have balance with the obligation that we experience in our life. It can't be all or nothing. It's got to be a mix. And with that, I hope that you all have identity freedom. You know what I just actually thought of? I didn't fully finish the homework. So what I would recommend is you write down all of your identifiers on a piece of paper, you really feel them out, and you say goodbye to each and every one of them. And then when you're ready, take that piece of paper and burn it. Maybe burn some sage, get a crystal going, but release that energy. And when you do that, you don't have to have a scary ego death collapse. You can just choose to let it go before you're forced to let it go, if that makes sense. So hopefully this episode is coming to you at the right time in your life. I am sending each and every one of you lots of love. It is a crazy world out there, but try not to get sucked in. You are exactly where you need to be, right here, right now, listening to this episode, living your best life. Say no, 
and clear space for saying yes to even better opportunities of identity freedom. I will see each and every one of you in the fifth dimension. Bye for now.